chaos is everywhere. everybody, this is Jonathan Gilchrist. I'm just hopping in here to tell you about the granddaddy of all our podcast, Chaos is Everywhere. Chaos is Everywhere is our longest running podcast at 100 episodes where we watch anything and everything that strikes our fancy. So sit back with your friends, watch a movie or a TV show, and learn about all the weird trivia and production notes that went into making that TV show, and definitely get a few laughs. That's Chaos Everywhere, every other Wednesday. We'll see you soon, everybody. Hey, buddy. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chaos at Ringside. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist, and I keep telling that guy over there that high explosives and podcasts don't mix. That's Mr. R. Device. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it, get it. And uh, we'll see what happens. This might be one of our shorter episodes just because of the way <laughs> we're working out. But we'll yeah. <laughs> go through everything so just as like an update in case you didn't listen to monday's show which you should because it was awesome it was first contact with star trek basically we've just gone behind for life stuff with AEW and roh and also just there's so much of it that um i think both of us have seen dynamite in mm-hmm. the last week but i think that's about it but we know kind of what's happening so we'll just discuss the general points of what's happening right um, First thing I wanted to talk about, just because it's ROH-related, it's basically the only ROH thing I have. Did you see what Shibata said after um, Death Before Dishonor? No, I don't even know all the results of Death Before Dishonor. I know some of them. Uh, Claudio's still the champ because of Yuda oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. The main news that I thought was interesting that I've seen that came out of it um, was that Shibata says that he's no longer affiliated with the LA Dojo and is in fact fully focused on um, ROH. Really? Yeah, he's he wants to be the longest reigning pure champion, is what he said. No shit. Yeah. So I mean, he can do it. No, that's no reason why uh, he shouldn't. I'm fine with that. I just thought that was an interesting thing. It's like, okay, it's official that he's not a part of the LA Dojo. So good no for him. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So he must be full time wrestling again then. Well, yeah, I say full time, but well, I told John, thank you for like letting me refocus on wrestling. Basically, like he used the translator app to say all that. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the main story. There was other stuff, obviously, but I haven't been able to watch. So I'm assuming he retained his title. Yeah, no, he obviously stole the title. That's the whole point. Because <laughs> that would have been really interesting if he did all that after he had lost. I don't know who he was even fighting because I'm so behind. I think it was so. supposed to be Garcia. Oh. I'm sure it was a good match. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I think he was supposed to be facing Garcia again, I think. Another weird random story that just popped up that's kind of just general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this doesn't really have a big deal unless you really love Dave Meltzer, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> Apparently, if AEW gets three more five-star matches, because the last um, Bullet Club and FTR was five stars, mm-hmm. they will have more five-star matches than both WCW and WWE combined. I just find that funny. It's like three years, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, but, it, it's 
I, I will say they do put on far more exciting wrestling matches yeah. than WWE ever really does. So Yeah, at the same time, it's one guy's opinion. So exactly. It depends on how much you want to put weight on it, but it is kind of fun. Funny to Right, know. exactly. Obviously, yeah, it's just one dude's opinion. We don't really, like, I don't really put much stock in it. I, te- I will say I tend to agree with most of the things he does with what he says. Like, when right. really, in terms of, like, whenever he gives a match, like, a really high rating, I tend to agree. But, like, at the same time, it's still just, like, one dude's opinion. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, so those are just general outside things. So I think the best way to do this is go through the titles, um, and I'll do my best to know what the fuck's happening with each title, basically. Um, I think the trio's title was the most recent thing because this just happened on Collision. Uh, apparently the uh, House of Black fought a claim in Daddy Ass again. Mm-hmm. But from what I from what like I read, I guess it was really one sided. Uh, Ian Riccoboni basically said it was a um, uh, a dominant victory for the House of Black. Right. And then after the match, Daddy Ass took off his boots and left them in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. I don't know if he's just gonna like. Let the acclaim just do their own thing. Maybe step it back and be just a full time manager. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But that's the latest. So now it's who's next for the House of Black, basically. I can't think of anyone, honestly. Yeah, me either. I don't. There's not really a trio set up to kind of swoop in there. Yeah. I mean, I mean no, because Powerhouse just left QTV, so that's not. I can be think of thing. a trio. Who's your trio? They just got abandoned by two guys in the middle of a steel cage double ring and there's only three of them right now that are healthy oh the blackpool combat club yeah yeah that's that's fair that could happen i mean they're Uh, not really the house of blacks not necessarily like heel heels you know what i mean right like they could just that could just be a feud yeah Oh, I could see that. I guess the next thing for the Blackpool Combat Club, we'll talk about the match, but the next thing is Claudio and Moxley are going to be in a triple tag team thing against the Lucha Brothers and Best Friends next week on Dynamite. Oh, really? Yeah, I have no idea why, but that's the why? match. Yeah. yeah. What? Give them a break. Like, yeah, no, no, no clue why that's happening. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, all right. Maybe but- it's the... I'm hoping... I would hope it's to set something up, but I mean. Yeah, one would hope. I don't know what that would be. I feel like after that giant of a blow off, you kind of, I want this to breathe. I don't need the fucking Blackpool Combat Club right back on TV. Yeah, I I think everyone needs a minute. Yeah, unless like you're going to use their loss as like, it's going to be a stepping stone where like Claudio doesn't trust Moxley because he surrendered. And that's why you want to put them right in a match together. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or, hear me out. We bring back the greatest trios group in AEW history. Um, AR Fox, Grand Metalik, and... uh... Close. (laughs) Death Triangle. And, like, Yuta comes out and they start beating the shit out of the Lucha Bros. And then Pac, who already had issues with the Blackpool Combat Club from right from Guts, comes and, out to save them, and the three of them reunite for a trio that we all so desperately want to see again, clearly. And by no means am I being sarcastic. 
No, I, I think that that might be what they end up doing or something close to that because, like, they just def- just because the other uh, night Claudio beat by cheating Pac, and then they had the whole fucking thing in War Games. Sorry, Blood and Guts as a slip of the tongue. So, yeah, that could definitely. Blood and War the- Guts. Yeah. That could be definitely the direction they're heading. So, we'll see. I can see it. Yeah. Blood and War Guts games. I don't know why the best friends are there then. It's just like, and... Just to be a part of it, I guess. <laughs> just to have something to do. They're uh, getting a shot at the uh, ROH tag titles, I think. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I think I heard something about that. I, so maybe that's why? Because, oh, yeah, Lucha Brothers technically are still ROH. Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the ROH tag champs. You, you probably forgot because they never show up. Even though I haven't been watching, I know they don't show up. That's how much right. they don't show up. Um, but yeah, that could what be it. What? Apparent. I don't know if you knew this, uh-huh. but did you know that Rampage AEW is getting sneakily closer and closer to to like ripping off things that are named in WWE? Uh huh. AEW's Rampage for July 21st was Royal Rampage. Yeah, because they did a Battle Royal. I, I thought about Battle that Royal. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just like, oh, guys, come on now. Yeah, that, that I thought that was weird myself. I was like, all right, Tony, I guess. It's, yeah, it'll be really, no one will get it. I, I Trust me, no one will get it. <laughs> it's just whatever, Tony. It's your money. Um but yeah, so moving on from the trios title, the tag titles obviously are big news. I could probably do them later because they involve the world champ, but might as well do them now. Uh, Adam yeah, Cole and MJF have got their title shot. They're so, good, like they're fun together. But at the same time, this is getting it's getting weird. Did you? Um, I don't know if you happen to see because I I did see a clip. Of those two went out to dinner together. Um, after their right before the finals, they went out to dinner and they did this whole skit where MJF was like, uh, you, "Like us versus Big Bill," like in front of like a hundred thousand people in the where Saskatchewan Silverdome. I slammed Big Bill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And he keeps doing it because then I just saw a tweet from his the finals where it was like in front of five hundred thousand screaming devil worshippers, I did the greatest plancha in the history of wrestling to win the uh, tournament and get the tag titles. So like that's become the consistent thing is just him inflating the numbers. Adam Cole, like what the fuck is wrong with you? I was there. None of that <laughs> happened. Well, they're uh, they they teased the breakup finally. Yeah. After the finals, so I mean. Which we obviously we all knew was going to happen. Obviously, yeah, because FTR even came out and said like, um, "This is this isn't bullshit to us. Like you're turning everything into a skit, yeah. and like this is ten years, and we're gonna and when we fight, it's not going to be bullshit." So I think FTR wins, and that just causes the rift, and we yeah. get another MJF Adam Cole match for the title. I guess it all out is that. I would is assume, that which I think in? is fine. Like, yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be good. I'm just curious, like, so what I'm curious about is that they've been playing up MJF and Adam Cole slowly but surely becoming, like, friends. Right. Almost like the Chris Jericho thing that MJF did. But I'm curious because 
there's also the thing going on on the side with with Roddy Strong. That's yeah, that's that is interesting because he is there, but it's not like in your face there. But I don't know if like because I don't know what's going on because a part of me at first was just like, oh, Adam Cole's going along with this to uh, to like get at the title. You could. I don't know, man. Yeah, you could do a whole angle where, like, they because this has gone. I think this has gone over way more than they ever thought it would um, in the first place. You could yeah. do an angle where Adam Cole, like, genuinely doesn't go after the title and like forms a group with MJF, and then it's a and it's him and Roderick Strong that have the feud going forward, and we just yeah. we put off the eventual MJF turn, which will happen whenever they're ready to stop doing this. But if you want to milk it, you could definitely milk it for a while longer. So, yeah, I don't know, man. This is, it's just, it's weird. It is very odd, but it like, I don't mean in a bad way. Like it's been really good. Like it has been hilarious. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like Adam Cole was like, Oh, I got one more like present for you too, or whatever. And it's like, okay. He's like, what is it? And he's like, it's a secret. It's a secret. And they go, and like MJF for the finals, like MJF's music hits, he comes out and then he's like, cut my music or whatever. And and he like does the whole like NWO, like double finger to the side, whatever the fuck you want to call it to right. call out Adam Cole. But then his music hits again and he's like, no, no, not my music and all that yeah. stuff. And then it just yeah. turns in, it turns into the exactly what I said it was going to be, by the way, whenever I did the joking mashup of their two songs. Uh huh. It did mash up better than I thought it was going to. Like, it was so good. AEW must have a music major there working for them. Yeah. Oh, that explains so much. Right? But it was so it was so good. And the fat and like MJF's reaction to it and how he like just jumps into Adam Cole's arms. Right. Well, no, wait. Picked, he didn't jump. No, he he, no, like, he picked, picked up, up Adam, Adam Cole and started like swinging him around, and it was and then, just like, so funny. But then they keep calling back like the no touching rule because like at the end he's like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot. I'm not allowed to touch yeah, you." Yeah, exactly. Like even though they're still like they're becoming like friends and everything, like there's still the no touching rule. Like that's always that's always going to be a rule no matter how close they get. That's fair because that's I have that rule with all my friends as you know well. So. Yeah, you know what would be hilarious though, like. <laughs> If it, at the end of all of it, <laughs> this would be fucking hilarious. At the end of all of it, Adam Cole was just like, Max, I have a, I have a present for you. And he's like, what is it? What is it? He goes, you can touch me. And I'm just goes, Oh, I just, and just like instantly just hugs him and picks him up. Oh uh, yeah. No, that would be, like, that'd good... be great. If that was the final. And then after they're, after he like picks him up, he like puts him back down and they all, they both calm down for a second. And then M- and then MJF just fucking like elbows him in the face. That's all he wanted. That's, and that's all the other one. Yeah, that and it's just yeah. like, and that's just like, that's all I needed was you to say I could touch you, like something <laughs> like that. Uh yeah. So let's see what happens. I I wouldn't be my I wouldn't mind because I think like I said this got over way more than they thought it was. If they wanted to milk it longer than just turning after they don't win the tag titles. Um. Yeah, I think it is going to be, though. Like, I think it is going to be the turn after that. Yeah. And it might even be, like, Adam Cole has... Like, a part of it might even be Cole trying to, like, repair his relationship with Roddy or something. 
yeah, all that could work. This was have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if the TNT app and TBS app work enough that we can actually see it, that would be great. Right. Uh, I will say uh, I did have to start. I, I noticed that, at least for me, I noticed mm-hmm. it wasn't just uh, those apps anymore. And I think it has something to do with my TV. So I've yeah, actually started okay. having to watch the apps from my Xbox instead. Yeah, could be. I, my TV's always been kind of janky, so I'll have to yeah. see if uh, maybe I'll do like a hard reset or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What was I going to say? Might happen oh. automatically when you finally move it to the new place. That's true. Yeah, that could happen. We'll see what happens when I do that. Yeah. Um, oh, the next thing I was going to go with, because we don't usually talk about it because it usually doesn't mean anything, uh, the FTW title. Oh, uh, yeah. Before Ooh. we talk... Yeah, before we really get into Jungle Boy, and or I'm sorry, Jack Perry, that was very insulting to him. That was very um, insulting. I wanted to point something out that I didn't realize, but I saw somebody show it. I was like, wow, that's, that's weird. That's a thing. Apparently, every change in the FTW title has happened in July since 2020. Really? Yeah, Brian, Brian Cage got it in July, then Ricky Starks, then Hook, and now Jungle Boy. Every fucking one has been in July of their, that year. No shit. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, that can't be something they wanted to do. It just had to work out that way. But it's really Jeez. weird that it worked out that way for four years straight. So, um, yeah. What do you. Maybe it I, is something I, they want to do. I haven't. Um, like, I haven't really been able to see all of the Jack Perry heel stuff. What I have seen, I've really enjoyed. Uh, it's what do you very. Think uh, it's, it's very Christian light. That makes sense because who else would be teaching him how to be a heel? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just you can you can definitely tell how he's taken inspir how much inspiration he's taken from Christian. Yeah, I really I don't know if we got a chance to talk about this, but apparently when he first came out as a heel, like before they um, like the last time he used Tarzan Boy and all that, mm-hmm. the jacket he was wearing was actually his dad's jacket from. Melrose Place or whatever that show he was on. Oh, like, really? There were pictures of the comparison. It was his dad's jacket. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was a nice homage. Plus, it works for what he's trying to do with the character. So, yeah. um, oh, that's neato. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of his uh, theme music being Beethoven's Fifth? I don't like it. I hate it, actually. Yeah. It just, there's so many people right now that are using classical music. That it's one, it's feeling a little now it's starting to feel a little oversaturated, but also I just don't think it's a good theme music for what kind for of character they're going for with him. Exactly. So I don't even know what would be if you wanted to use classical, but I just feel like Beethoven's fifth's like this is another famous classical piece that nobody's used yet. Well, okay, but does it fit his character? No, but it's classical, so we don't have to pay anybody. Yeah. Okay. But well, I we'll see what happens. I I don't know. I I, I like I like the idea of classical music in general if it fits the character. Like Claudio's really works, Flight of the Valkyries really works. Um, you know that sort of stuff really does work. But I don't know about Beethoven's Fifth for Jungle Boy. Right, exactly. So, also interesting to see what he does with the FTW title. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. I think I don't I don't necessarily know if it's gonna really do much for him but well the title's never really done much for anybody like it's fine but it hasn't really like launched yeah. anybody 
just because you have it. Right. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, let's see here. I guess the other, because uh, it's basically around the title belt, Ricky Starks is the Owen Hart Cup winner. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd be happier about that because it's not punk. No, let me let me explain. Okay. What I'm upset about is that I'm not even upset that Starks turned heel. I'm upset that Starks turned heel on CM Punk and that uh, CM Punk isn't heel. That's that's fair. Because CM Punk is the biggest piece of trash in our generation of wrestling fan fandom. Right. And like the fact that he is still not heel, even after everything that's gone on really, really upsets me. And yeah. it feels like it's one of those, it almost feels like it's that like back in the day, Roman reigns thing where it's like, it makes all the sense in the world to just turn him heel, just turn him heel. And it's just like, no, 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 we can't do that. Yeah. But and it's then, the right thing to do. No, 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 no. We can't do that. It would literally be the best thing for him. No, 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 no. We can't do that. Yeah. I wonder if it comes because he's in such a fucking, and he put himself in this position, but it is such a weird yeah. position because yeah, like clearly collision is completely built around him. And I think that's partially by his design, but I bet you it's, it's also by his I would say it's also by um, Turner or whatever, whatever their fucking name. Of the well, company is yeah, on. I mean, that was also a part of it was that yeah. they wanted him to be. They like, wanted him on that show to be the yeah. flagpole so they could sell it. And I think that led that into maybe Tony being a little more sympathetic. Maybe. I don't know. But that's what I'm guessing. No, Tony was always going to suck his dick. Yeah. But, but Turner basically just gave him like permission to suck his dick. But I wonder if that's like why, because like Turner's like, no, we don't want the guy that we're building this show around that we want to make money off of a heel right I can, now. I can see that, yeah. Even yeah. though apparently Collision's not doing too hot numbers wise. Yeah, everything I've heard is their numbers aren't great, but the thing that Turner's looking at is like where they are in the rankings. Mm-hmm. And like all of the AEW shows are usually in like the top five of cable every right. week. Yeah, so their yeah, numbers yeah. aren't great by like, especially Attitude Era standards, but they're well, hitting yeah. the marks that you Turner gives like, a fuck about. Right. I was going to say, you can't compare those. Like, yeah. those are such different times that yeah. it's impossible to compare those, really. Yeah. So, like, I hope that that's true because, like, that if that's if they're happy, then I don't care. Exactly. Like, I still enjoy the product. So. Um, right, I um, agree. I also would enjoy Dynamite. Also, uh, oh, apparently, that's not what we were talking about. My bad. No, we're we're in full collision mode for a minute. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry. Let me. I let guess, me go back to sleep. Well, this one might help you feel better because you <laughs> like him. Uh, Scorpio Sky, I think, is going to be in the main event mix a little bit because. Oh yeah. He was. Um. I. They did this whole thing. I don't know all the details, but like, Punk came out to. Uh, confront Starks, Christian and Luchasaurus came out, and then Darby came out, so it became a tag match. Right. But like Scorpio Sky is up in the balcony watching all of this, so clearly oh, yeah. he's adjacent to the main events of Collision. Oh, that's awesome. So See, that makes me feel good. He's not a piece of shit. Yeah, so let's see what they do with Scorpio Sky, and Miro's just on a tear of destroying people. Yeah. Not really a storyline, just sort of like beating people up at this point. So Right, and then... Yeah. What's uh what's Andrade doing? 
Uh, he's just doing. I thought he was doing stuff with House of Black. He is. They stole his mask. Um, right. And it's been that a whole thing. The last thing, thing I had seen. The, la- the thing that just happened on Collision was, I guess, he was like kept out of the arena by security uh, to keep him away from House of Black. So he's oh, definitely okay. coming back around to do something with House of Black right. uh, to deal with that. But they, yeah, that's what the last thing that they did with him was. So that's cool. Yeah. I hope he. I mean. It's tough, man, because I feel like he's he, I still in my head. It's like he's so good. But yeah. then I'm like, eh, it always does feel like and it's not I don't think it's through a fault of like the company either. But there's always yeah. something when I'm watching him that just makes me feel like it's there's just something missing. It's and just I, it's not it's not the company, though. Yeah. And it's not even being an AEW mark that wants to say that at this point. It's just like it, it's happened several times over now. Like yeah. everywhere he goes, different promotions, different like ways of doing it. Except for Mexico, something doesn't yeah. click, and I don't know what it's it is. Weird, because like it's weird, because like I'll watch him, and it's like it's almost in like the same breath where I'm like watching his match, and I'll be like, oh god, he's so good. Oh, there's yeah. something missing. Yeah, so weird. We'll see if this run helps him. I don't. I'm not the hundred percent sold on it because it feels yeah, very. Right. Red Hart got his jacket stolen almost type of thing, even though a mask is supposed to be more important than that. Mask is supposed to be more important. Although I will say that it feels less important when the rest of takes off. Yeah, All it's every, just your entrance gear. It and it's just the entrance yeah. gear. Yeah, me it too. I, I, important. Same boat, but we'll see where they go with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm still going to yeah, TBS Championship and Women's Championship, I really don't. And this isn't even me being bad. I just don't know what they're currently doing. Nothing um, really, I think, right? Yeah, who, who won the who won the tournament? Because didn't they do the finals of the tournament? Um, oh, yeah, Willow did. Own. Willow did win the whole thing, okay. Yep. All right, so that's there. But, yeah, as far as the TBS Championship, as far as I know, Chris is just doing open challenges. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't even know what the hell the world title is doing right now. So nothing really. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, maybe maybe this next week they'll like come back around to it. I think um, they will. So I think it's because the tournament was going on. Yeah. So I think that stuff kind of went to the wayside for a little bit while the tournament was going on, and now that it's over, I'm pretty sure the stuff was going to come back. Yeah. Just sort of suck the air out of it. So, yeah. Um. All right, but let's move on. I'm just trying to TNT Championship. I'm seriously blanking on who even has that title right now. Oh, Christian. Christian. Yeah, Chris. Well, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. So Christian Luchasaurus Cage. <laughs> so yeah, that one we already talked about. Basically, the last thing that they did doesn't seem like there's really going to be a challenger right now. Yeah. Um. I, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll have to keep our eyes on Collision. Um, my guess is Darby Allen might get a title match based on that tag team thing. Yeah, I can like see that. Because, like, Starks has obviously got the thing with Punk now because of the cheating. And, by the way, the way that tag match ended, because I don't think I mentioned it, Starks, again, grabbed the rope and pinned Darby Allen. So, oh, it's okay. more confirmed that he's, you know, doing heel shit now. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm guessing Darby Allen might be the next one to get the title shot. Um, or maybe okay. Scorpio Sky. That might be why they had him up in the skybox. Oh, guess, that but... might actually that makes sense. 
Yeah. Give him another chance. Maybe give him another chance at see if he does better. Although I do, I'm really enjoying the the dynamic of Christian and Luchasaurus as like co TNT yeah. champions. So I wouldn't yeah. surprise me though if that's the idea for them for him to be the uh, the opponent because like uh, uh, wait a second, sorry. Um, if memory serves, when he was like making his kind of like debut promo. He like one of he was making like a big deal about him being like a former like two time TNT yeah. champion and stuff like that and how he wanted another crack at it I think. Yeah. So, yeah, let's see. Maybe that's where they're headed. Um, Orange Cassidy's international championship. Uh, whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, yeah. He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be beating Ar Fox next. Okay, that's what they're doing. Yeah, the yeah. last thing I saw was him with the best friends, like having a night off, basically. So yeah, and then Darby was just like, "Hey, man, we're cool, I guess. So will you give Ar Fox a title match because he's like my man?" And Orange was like, "Yeah, we are cool. So sure, why not?" It's not like Orange Cassidy's title fences have a lot of like story reason because literally anybody can just walk up and say, I want to fight you, and he'll say, cool. Yeah. But that one feels a little bit like uh, maybe they were just trying to do something that wasn't just the same thing where right. AR Fox just walks up and says it, I guess. It just feels weird, basically. Yeah. But all right, that'll be a good match, and I'm assuming Orange Cassidy will win that one. Orange will so, win, but yeah, it will be a good match. I really don't know. Fox is like a good competitor. Like he's good in the ring. They've definitely set up like the the end game for Cassidy. It's just a matter of like who's going to be the one to take advantage of everything that they've done as far as like injury angles and stuff. Yep. I, I have no idea. I guess was you know who might be a good one as he continues to tear through Collision Miro, like like just yeah. let those two meet naturally and Miro could be the one. I know we already like sort of said that we wanted Mira to win that title a while ago anyway, but now it seems even better set up for that. I can so, see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's about it except for like the blood and guts, which we'll definitely talk about, but I don't know of any other storylines off the top of my head. That's everything that I've picked up from just, you know, that feels like uh, everything. Yeah. So, so we really haven't had a chance to talk. What did you think of blood and guts? It was good. It was really good. Uh, it wasn't the best one ever. See, but... I actually saw a post that somebody said it took them like five years, but finally they did a good blood and guts. So, wow. Just, that, that was just like, really? Okay, fine. But go ahead. That's wrong. I mean, not, not yeah. wrong as in like this wasn't good because it was. It was really good. But like all of them have been pretty great, I thought. Yeah, um, me too. And I thought this was, and I agree. Again, I thought this was really good. Um, yeah. but like, I don't know, man, I think, so I think one of the issues that I had uh -huh. was actually, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. One of the issues I had, I think was actually Kota Ibushi. Really? He felt very rusty when I was watching him and just kind of like, I don't know. He just didn't feel how do I put it? It was, it just didn't feel believable that he was there, I guess. So, yeah. all right, here's, here's a perfect example. So, Abushi comes in. First of all, he just, he's, 
Like he's taking this. He's the only one out uh-huh. of everyone out of out of everyone. He's the only one who took his time getting to the ring. Right. And I get it because he's like the big reveal. So you're supposed to give the fans like a moment to like soak in. Right. Like, the fact that him. he's there. Yeah. Right. So I get it. But at the same time, for like the point of the match and how important it is and how mm-hmm. like his team is getting their asses beat. Right. That's it fair. would make sense that he should like at least show some haste to get down there. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, when he finally does get in the ring, it all kind of, I don't know, man, it all felt kind of like, just like slow. Yeah. And like, he, when, I, I think this is actually kind of the part that bucked me the most, is that he, when when he got in there, he did his shit for a little bit, for like a few seconds, but then he like looked across to the other ring Right. And Moxley was like just like put like pressing uh uh Omega's hand into those like fucking na- that nail bed, which by right. the way, just quick side note, holy shit. Yeah, that nail bed looked gnarly. Like the fact that they did what they did on that thing blew uh, my mind. Yeah. That being said, no. Yeah, Coda seeing uh, Moxley just like crushing Omega's hand into the nail bed, and uh-huh. just like kind of like he just kind of like stared and watched it for a second, and then slowly walked to the other side of the ring to the other ring. Yeah, and I'm like, I, um... I'm like, God, it just feels so like it just felt wrong. I had trouble, like I had trouble with the app, so I think I missed, I missed some of the stuff. Like I don't remember that, but what I do remember is I forget who it was, um, was in the move. I think it was one of the Bucks was in the sharpshooter by Claudio, mm-hmm. and Coda was the one that was supposed to like kick Claudio off. But the way he did it was so nonchalant, yeah. And like the kicks did not look great from the angle that they ended up being shown on, yeah. And um, Especially for a match that like can only end with surrender when one of your teammates is in a submission hold, you right. probably should have more urgency. So yeah, I definitely like get that, what you're saying. Yeah. That was the only like that was the only real issue I had, really. Cause like everything up to then was just so good. I was like, God, yeah. this is amazing. And then yeah, it all kind of like it, when Coda came out there, it all just kind of fell flat for me. I was like, yeah. Oh, this feels all very anticlimactic. Yeah. I will say I was very pleasantly surprised by Pac because he did feel very um, out of left field. Out of, yeah, out of left field. That's exactly yep. what I was going to say. I agree but, completely. But he, but he, but he was great too. And that it helped, fucking, dude. That fucking that title match. Oh yeah, that was really good. That was sick. And I did enjoy the uh, Matt's spreading the thumbtacks from the top of the cage. Oh, that, did you like, see? Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but like when he was doing that, uh, they were like in the like power bomb position or whatever, and the tacks were actually like kind of falling onto Nick Jackson's back when he was like in that power bomb position, and he was like, uh-huh. trying to swipe him away because he was hurting him. I didn't notice that, but that's hilarious. And it was like, ow, um, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah, and I like, I really like the whole story of like pack, um. Who else out? Like it was two of them, right? Because it was Pack and uh, and then it and was somebody else. Uh, yeah, 
the catch they right. Don, Don, Callis Don Callis called. Was, uh, Don Callis specifically was basically told Takeshi to get out of the ring because they lost basically. Like they were losing and Pocket yeah. already left. So Don Callis is like, don't you put yourself through any more of this. Get out of there. Yeah, no, I liked I like that as a storyline to get those guys out of there to give the good guys even more of an advantage. Yeah, and then and basically finally get the Blackpool Combat Club on the opposite side of the numbers game and finally have it all basically like come back to them. Right. And then having Moxley be the one to actually do the surrender for Yuta was right. a nice touch too. So yeah. That overall, was very interesting. I am extremely curious to see what happens from this. Yeah. Overall, it's a real, really well-structured match. But you're right. Yeah. Just I think Coda, for whatever reason, was the part that fell flat, and I don't know why that is. Um, yeah, I don't know I why. I don't think he's been wrestling. So, like, he came when he came in, he looked big, and not okay. necessarily not necessarily like fat, right? But just like big Out of shape. Right. Yeah, it almost looked like he was more like, God, I don't know how to explain it. It almost, it almost looked like he was more in like a weightlifting shape than a, uh, than like his wrestling shape. Plus, if you are like, if you have had some time off, I can imagine going through blood and guts is not a good one-off match. Yeah, to- exactly. So. But um, overall, yeah, I thought it was a really good match. I think it was a good ending to the Blackpool Combat Club Elite. I hope that they all just move on to other things. Uh, feel like um, I think this might be the end of the Blackpool Combat Club. Honestly, you think? Yeah, maybe. I think. Oh. I think. I, I think. I like the more I think about it, I think Moxley surrendering is going to end up being like a big deal. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think Moxley needs it. I think Claudio doesn't need it. In fact, it might be better if Claudio was like could just go and be ROH exclusive. Yeah. With and I think Yuta has gotten all of out of it all he can. Yep. And it'd be better for him to be by himself doing shit. So. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're right. We'll have to see what they do with it. Especially uh, while Danielson's injured, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think that's about everything. That's everything that like I can think of that I know happened. Hopefully this next week, even though as you mentioned, I'll be moving. Hopefully I'll be able to find time to actually sit down and watch stuff. Um I could definitely use the break every once in a while, so that'd be nice. So but yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Sorry, this is a shorter episode. Uh next week I have no idea what we're doing. Uh I really Think about something. Think about what we want to do. If you have any ideas, you can write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com and we'll probably do it. Uh, there is another, at some point, there's going to be another um, viewer chosen episode. It's actually our friend Nick again, but this time I'm going to uh, do it with DJ Madman. It'll be a bank show. So it'll definitely be a thing, but it, um, it won't be like a regular episode. We'll, we'll throw it out. At some point, I just thought that'd be cool to have a because uh, I did want you to do one with him basically. So mm-hmm. you've been asleep yeah, the whole good. time, but yeah, as far as like if you want to see something this week, we're wide open right now, so just so wide open, right. we're just so uh, wide gaping open. Well, thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song, and I hope everybody has a good week. We'll see you soon. I do say.